wife cheated and now, planning to get half of my property. I threw her out without hesitation. Wife cheated on me, is a drinker. We've lost complete trust in each other. She says our home is a prison mainly because I have tried to stop her drinking. Any advice? Anyway, I'll try and keep it brief. Been married five years, and when we met, we both enjoyed drinking. Find out later, of course, that wife is constantly turning to booze although she is in denial. She'll watch this show called Intervention and in comparison, say that she is not like the boozers on that show. Yet, everything horrible has happened because of her drinking. She has had online affairs while intoxicated and now I'm finding out that she had a physical relationship with an old boyfriend. I am still in shock, just found out last week, and part of me wants to just get it over with and divorce her. But the cost and the ugliness of a divorce and I know it will turn ugly, she is a vindictive and full of rage and has told me all the horrible things she has done to her past relationships. Yes, I know grow a pair typical Redditor response. But on the other hand, I still hold out hope for her. I have tried Al-Anon, one meeting, but plan on continuing. We are seeing a counselor now, and even are reading the highly recommended book The Five Love Languages. I sit here writing this after coming home from work, we had planned to read more together, but I'm finding out that she has been drinking, hiding it from me, she says she wants her space. I'm angry, hurt and wondering if I'm just prolonging the inevitable. I don't know, it feels like I'm the only one trying to make an effort here and even though she is remorseful. She would rather drink her problems away than try and work on our relationship. There are a lot of other issues, but I just wanted to convey the main issues for now. Any suggestions slash help would be much appreciated. Update How to get cheating wife to leave my house during a divorce So I've been researching that you can get exclusive occupancy if you have special reason. While my wife is offensive drinker, emotionally she yells and screams and she gets physically dangerous. I don't have proof other than some video of her passed out. My father and I co-own the house. She just quit her job and then I discovered she was cheating on me. I've asked her to leave, but she said that it doesn't work that way and it's obvious she just wants to make this as difficult for us as possible and will not listen to reason especially when she is drunk most days. So how can I legally get her the duck out? I don't have any proof of her attacking me, so a restraining order is out. So any suggestions by others that have gone through ugly divorces? Update so my STBX thinks she can sell the house and get half. I've been told otherwise by lawyers. The house is under my father and my name. It was a gift to me before I ever met STBX. We have only been together for seven years. In the state of Ohio, ten years would have made a difference. We have no kids. She and cheated on me numerous times and I have proof. Ohio is a no-fault state, but the lawyer said the judge would be more sympathetic to me in any resolutions. She was fired from her job for showing up drunk. I documented everything. So if I were to go down the evil prick route, what could I do to really duck her over? I am very emotional and very upset right now, so maybe I would change my mind when I calm down. Not saying I would consider it, but it would feel amazing to give her a taste of her own medicine because she has been offensive to me.
She just becomes a monster under the influence, but as all boozers do, she blames me for all her problems. Update STBX got drunk and took all her pills. She is currently in hospital under watch. I want to move forward with divorce. This may seem like a horrible time for me to move forward with our divorce. However, I am ready to move on finally. She's been having an affair with her best friend's son, who is maybe 22 years old. She, F43, and I, M47, have been through multiple marriage and substance offensive counseling. There was some hope when she finally thought about going to AA and start a serious recovery program at the advice of her counselor. But instead she went on another drinking binge. She also tried to get back together with this 22 years old who she's been having this on and off again affair. They actually met and had sex just a few weeks ago. She told me that she was visiting her mother. Well the 22 years old texted her back this past weekend and they got into an argument. She was drunk and got upset and he wanted to end it. My drunk STBX told me that this was a major cause of why she tried to end herself. I took care of her and drove her to the ER and visited her, but I am not 100% sympathetic due just finding out about her lying about visiting her mother and starting this affair again which she had told me was over. I have been trying to take care of myself as per the tenets of Al-Anon. And I feel like this tumultuous roller coaster of a marriage finally needs to end. We have tried numerous counseling. She has tried quitting numerous times, but keeps relapsing and has hit numerous bottoms. This is the second time she tried to end herself. She got fired from her last job showing up drunk. And she has had numerous affairs, which started on Facebook and got physical. I don't know if she would have these affairs if she were sober and less uninhibited. But I feel like I have given her enough chances and that she just uses me to continue her drinking lifestyle. I have always been there to pick up the pieces. Paid for her hospital bills, drove her to ER two days ago. I know I have been her doormat. I thought I could save her and I still want to care for her. But she has broken my heart for the last time. I called her at the hospital and she asked me for a favor to get her the phone number of this 22 years old in her cell so she could tell him that it was his fault that she is in the hospital to make him feel guilty. They won't allow her to have her cell phone or many other personal items for safety reasons. I don't know if she is doped up on meds, but I told her that asking me to do this favor and wanting to call this 22 years old upset me and made me feel like she really didn't care for me or our marriage. So we argued and it got ugly, which I tried to avoid, but she only seemed to care about calling this guy. Anyway, I want to go ahead with this divorce now. I keep chickening out at the last moment. Mostly due to financial reasons. I would prefer uncontested divorce or dissolution, but she may make this difficult. We have been married seven years. I co-own a home with my father, which was purchased four to five years, before I even met my STBX. She is demanding that I sell it and give her half or buy her out. I told her that the house was purchased before we married, so she has no right to it. She said I will be hearing from her attorney, which she plans on having me pay for. Thing is we are both in between jobs, have only some meager savings. I have been actively interviewing. She has not since being fired while drunk. I would appreciate any helpful advice on how to make this divorce go as smoothly as possible since we both have very little in the way of assets or finances.
As mentioned, she is currently under watch at the hospital with no access to the internet. And it appears she will be there several days and may even be transferred to some inpatient facility after that. So I have the opportunity to get with an attorney and move forward with this divorce. I know that sounds harsh, but she ended up there because her paramour rejected her. I do not want to try and be malicious and I still care for her and want her to be happy. Not to make excuses for her, but obsession has made her make some horrible choices. But now seems to be the most opportune time to move forward with divorce proceedings. I am thinking of even getting a restraining order or at least a motion for exclusive use of the home. She has been destructive around the house all documented and has been physically violent with me all documented. Although she claims that I was physically offensive to her, which is totally false and just self-defense on my part. I'd rather she no longer live in the house during the initial divorce process if possible due to her being destructive. My hair turned gray when I decided to dig deeper and found a terrible truth about my cheating partner. It's two weeks exactly since D-Day. I, 27F, caught my husband, 26M, snapchatting a couple of women, with one being the main focus. She is also married with two kids. I just had our first baby eight weeks ago. This particular woman was one that he spoke with on multiple platforms and admitted to meeting up with her, but refused that anything other than a kiss happened, it's laughable, I know. They were duck buddies in the past, so I'm just automatically assuming they've ducked sometime in the past year, because it makes sense, and he's a liar. After the initial blow-up, he trickle-truthed me for a few days. Everything he owned up to were only things that I had concrete proof of. Things are still coming to light, and it's all due to my incessant need to dig deeper and deeper into his electronic devices. After today, I'm not sure there's really much else I will be able to find, although I thought that a few days ago, and here we are. A few days ago, I asked to look at his phone. He didn't even hesitate. While I was looking through, he fell asleep. Just as I was about to give him his phone back, he got a text message from a number that he had saved as Nina Servicios. When I asked him the day after D-Day who this person was, he told me it was a client of his who was an old woman. It was weird to me, but I let it go because I didn't have proof stating otherwise. When I opened this text message, it was four photos of four different women laying backside up on motel beds. No faces were shown. I immediately knew that these were 403. I wanted to vomit, but couldn't help but think, man, the universe works in mysterious ways. I kept my cool, and woke him up and asked him what it was. He acted surprised and confused, which was obviously fake. I said please do not tell me that you have been ducking 403, he said he never did, he just asked about them. I asked him why he was inquiring about 403 if he didn't plan to duck 403. He admitted that he obviously had intentions, but ultimately didn't follow through. I asked him if this inquiry happened during the six weeks postpartum where my doctor highly discouraged having closeness. He said yes, and I was just floored. We fought about it and I left because I was just so utterly disgusted by him as a person. I went online and looked through our call logs that go back a full year, and there were a few messages from this pimp if you will on two consecutive days. But there were only a few. Who knows if he did or didn't duck these very cheap and probably very nasty hookers. I just automatically assume he did. I got tested and I'm fine. 
thankfully. Also on these text-slash-call logs, I found out how much he was actually talking to the main AP. It was weird, sometimes they would go days-slash-weeks or a month or two without texting or calling and then there would be hundreds of texts-slash-multimedia messages in a day. Apparently, their main method of communication was Snapchat though, so I can't even imagine all of the crap that was on there before he deleted it. They also had Instagram messages dating back to 2020, but unfortunately they were deleted before I could read everything. Today, I did another deep dive. I need therapy. I know. I'm currently looking for a therapist. During this deep dive, I requested data from Facebook, Snapchat, and Instagram. If you don't know what that is, they send you literally everything they have ever complied from your accounts. I was really hoping that this would include any deleted information, but unfortunately it did not. But I did come across some things that were still upsetting. He was getting pictures from girls, flirting with girls, asking them to meet up since we got married. We got married in 2018. So for four years, I've been out here looking like an actual clown. I trusted him completely and he completely embarrassed me for all of this time. One of the Snapchat messages was three months after we got married from a girl who we probably tried to hit on. His messages weren't saved. Only hers were so I'm just guessing. But this message basically said, you have a wife, stop flirting with other girls and focus on her. I wanted to find this girl and hug her because she obviously had an actual moral compass. Unlike any of these other women. The crazy thing about today was that after finding the things I did, I didn't cry. I was just exhausted and angry and ultimately, I just feel so embarrassed. I honestly never saw myself as a dummy. I actually think I'm incredibly smart and intuitive, but this whole thing just has me feeling like such a joke. I trusted him fully. I never questioned where he was, what he was doing, who he was with. I never asked to look through his phone. I never even thought about it. If anything, he always questioned me when I never even considered doing anything to hurt him. It makes sense now. It feels like the entire time he was just laughing in my face. He's begging me to work this out and swearing that I'm the only woman he wants. He wants to die with me and yada yada. He's acting very sorry and saying that he will do whatever it takes to show me that he is done with the little kid crap. He says he's stupid and an idiot for doing this to me all for nothing. It's just very hard to believe anything he says when I keep finding more and more information. I love my husband, but now I just hate that I love him. I want to give him a chance, but I am just mortified and disgusted that I'm with someone who I very clearly don't know. I'm not sure what the point of this post was, but it feels good to get this out in the open. If you've made it this far, thank you. Update So about 24 hours after telling my WH I would like him to take a polygraph, he sat me down for three plus hours and came clean about a lot of things. I wish I could say he told me everything, but obviously I'll never know if it was. With that being said, I do feel satisfied that my big questions were answered and most of the dots were finally connected. He swore that he never had closeness with the woman who was the main AP. It was basically an EA where they complained about their respective spouses and just gave each other attention that they felt they were lacking in their relationships. I roll, he said he picked her up from work one time and they made out. When I first found out, 
it was only a peck. Then he said he once met her at the laundromat and hung out for a few minutes and they made out there as well. This was three days before I gave birth, which makes me sick. Because the night before they met, my doctor sent me to the hospital for high blood pressure where he wasn't able to come with me because of the virus protocols. So I'm thinking the whole time he was sitting at home, he was chatting it up with her. Of course for this, he conveniently couldn't remember the time frame. He said he never had feelings for her and she is not someone he would ever be in a relationship with, she was just there. He then told me about a girl who used to work at the diner he was helping out at as a cook. There was a suspicious name on his Snapchat that he could never give me a solid answer on. He told me that one day while he was on his break, he went to her apartment and had closeness with her. He said there was no prior relationship whatsoever, she was just very easy and that they didn't even kiss. He said him and two of his friends who were also cooks had made a pact that they would all lead her on, have closeness with her, and then pass her to the next person. These two particular friends are guys that I never liked. I always felt that they were gross and horrible influences. The way they treat their wives and the way they objectify women has always been sickening to me. I was sad to realize that my husband is exactly the same way. The best part about this specific girl is that I used to work at the diner as a server on the weekends with my husband for extra money. This girl was working there at the same time as me. She always talked to me and tried to be friendly with me which is beyond ducked up. He then told me about a woman who was the wife of a client of his landscaping business. He said he went to do work for a guy, and while he was there, the wife came out and he started talking to her. They're both Hispanic so they got along and exchanged numbers. My husband is 26. This woman is 37. Married with three kids. No judgment on relationships with age gaps but just thought it would be necessary to add that. He said she started asking him for pics. He told her she needed to send something first. So she did, but they weren't candid. Just barely risque. He said he sent her a Johnson pic and then she wanted to meet up. He said they were going to meet up one Sunday, but it didn't work out because of her kids. Well, I found her phone number and her husband's phone number, so I will be texting him the photos today and letting him know what his wife has been doing behind his back. So those were the main three questions slash suspicions I had that were weighing on me the heaviest. We talked about other things. Mostly things I already knew, but he went into detail about. While we were having this talk, I didn't cry, I didn't scream, I didn't yell. We spoke very civilized and calmly to each other and I just felt pure relief. It felt like I was finally free from a cage I'd been locked in. I asked him why he did all of this and he just said that he was stupid and didn't really realize what he would be losing if he lost me. I asked him why he was talking to slash pursuing girls the entire four years we've been married and he just said that he's always been that way and just didn't know how to stop. He said that none of them meant anything to him and he would just use them and toss them to the side. He said in a past relationship he was hurt very badly, so he made it his mission to make sure that he hurt people first before they could hurt him and when we got together he just didn't know how to turn it off. I personally feel that what he told me paints him to have sociopathic tendencies, which is scary. I told him I want him to do IC before we do MC so that he can address his problems and why he feels that it's okay to treat people in the way that he does.
We are still doing the polygraph, and I will be letting the examiner know that there was a confession so that he can ask the right questions to see if there's anything that's missing. I will post another update once that's complete. My wife cheated and her AP got her pregnant. I'm just trying to vent here. It's been nine months since we last talked and I am just finding out now, after a year of pining for and self-improvement to win her back, no contact. I found all this out yesterday because I snooped on social media. My ex and I we had a pretty turbulent relationship. We both had emotional-slash-mental health problems, codependency, substance offense issues, etc. I did some crappy things, so did she, it was a toxic relationship at times. So I already know that maybe this is a blessing in disguise. We were together three and a half years. For most of that time, she was crazy about me. Until last spring slash summer. My ex owns a number of successful businesses in the area, she's loaded. Before she came here, though, she owned smaller ones up north. I supported her as best I could to keep them going, helped out, did maintenance, worked shifts, you name it. And then she moved here, where I also ended up, to be near her after I went to treatment, and got the big bucks businesses. Anyway, I had thought it was over, I had a huge blowout with her dad, her, I said some awful things, her dad was a co-owner of the business and demanded I get cut out of her life or he'd pull his stake out. All because he saw me shampooing a carpet at one of the buildings she owned, on camera, which she claimed she believed didn't work. I went to do this for her so she could have her girlfriends over for bachelorette night, which I am starting to find suspicious now too. So I ended up in a hotel room in St. Cloud, drinking myself stupid, sending hateful emails and texts, never got my stuff out of the house, middle of a Minnesota winter, would've gone homeless and starved had I not had reward points banked up at the hotel. And then nine days and she contacts me, going back and forth about how she misses me and how I also ruined her life etc. I did treatment, her and I started seeing each other behind her dad's back, I was the secret etc. Relationship became strained because being in a halfway house meant I needed passes to go overnight, which were hard to get off the bat. In May, we got a hotel room finally and she started crying in the middle of closeness. She'd asked me to buy her a bottle of champagne which I stupidly did. She gets unstable when under the influence. I later found out she was already drunk before I bought it for her, when I asked her why she was crying, she denied she was. Not long after that we fought more and I asked her if she would give me 30 days of no contact, no anything to try and pull myself together, get out of the halfway house, that wasn't a stipulation, just that I said I would at least try, approval on an apartment is pending now, almost a year later, get steady employment, stay sober, take better care of myself. I did all these things except getting the apartment, which wasn't for lack of trying, just resources and money. I even started getting healthy, have lost 30 pounds in the last year. She said okay, but if in 30 days you don't have a million things to text me telling me what you're doing differently, I'm just not going to respond and will never talk to you again. So day 30 rolls around, I text her. No response that night. So I took it as, okay, well, she's gone, for some reason it hurt less for me to believe that. Next night, she calls me. Just kind of uneasy chit-chat, I remember saying something like, what's up, or some innocuous comment, and she got irritated and was like, that's all you have to say after so long, and I replied, I'm sorry, I don't know what to expect here. We chatted for an hour. 
She stopped by the next day to drop off some shorts I left at the apartment, another warning flag, and I asked if I could give her a hug. She said no, I backed off, asked if maybe we'd talk again soon. She said, we'll see. But she continued to text me up until the 4th of July when she was going to her grandma's up north. Went completely cold on me. After about a nine days, I emailed her to tell her I was hurt and upset and heartbroken that she just ghosted me. Her reply was simply you have made a bad choice emailing me. I told her that I was sorry but that hurt that she shouldn't have called me if she was going to do that. That you can't pretend to care about some guy and then just ghost him. Her reply you initiated contact with me. Please don't act like I contacted you. I do care about how you're doing and wish you the best, but I can't be a part of it. She had her first baby last month almost to the day. I wasted nine months, agonizing, trying so hard to be a better person, constantly fighting dark thoughts, believing she had to love me still, that someday she'd reach out, that with all we'd been through she thought more highly of me than to do that. But nope. She cheated on me. And ghosted me. And got ducking pregnant to boot. I can't help but be absolutely certain this had been going on even before we took that 30-day break, given the other warning signs I downplayed. I'm still processing it, I have so many different emotions. Love and hate, the person that I perceived her to be just changed instantaneously, but in spite of all of it I still love and miss her. But it's past the point of no return for me. Like what the duck do you do? I forgot to add, I got two restricted calls on my phone a couple weeks later. In all the years that we'd known each other, the only time I ever got a restricted call was from her when we had been fighting. Not even robocalls dialed my phone from a asterisk 67. Just those two calls in addition to the times she called in the past. I was pretty positive it was her then, but now I'm thinking maybe it was because she had like a solitary moment where she tried to grow a spine and then backed out. I dunno. Also, I'm still keeping the momentum in my life going forward. I've spent a lot of time at the bottom, being a loser, an alcoholic, being unproductive to society, being in offensive relationships, I'm not going back to that. So I have that going for me.